One early spring evening, I boarded the G train at Fulton after leaving work to go have dinner with a friend. Heading home after work, I looked up and a pale blonde boy in a white short sleeve button down with a black name tag was sitting next to me. Yep, I lied for convenience sake. He looked just like the boys in a subway ad for a Broadway musical. Knowing exactly what he wanted to talk about, I waited. We chatted for a while and I was waiting to reject his offers. But I was surprised when halfway through the conversation, I didn't feel like I was being coerced. He made me comfortable. This is my first time coming to New York. Yeah, for first time, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, for myself, it was something that I did not expect because I thought it was like fantasy stuff because like I watched all the movies and stuff of like New York when I got called here. And then like I got on and I was like, oh, this is definitely not something I expected, you know? Ever since I've been here, I don't really look at like oh, like the Statue of Liberty or it's Manhattan. I actually look for the people that I actually came here for. My name is Sister Emma Naria. I'm 20 years old. I have a twin sister and three little sisters. My dad's from Samoa and my mom is from Wyoming. And I've grown up in Utah my whole life. My name is Sister Esther Muti. Um, I was born in Tonga, but moved to Utah when I was eight. I come from a family of six. I'm the youngest, three boys and three girls. Sister Naria and Sister Muti are missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. They're currently based in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. And so what that is, we come as volunteers to help others come closer to Christ and to receive his gospel in their life. You might know their church by its former name, the Mormon Church. But in August of 2018, the church announced they would no longer refer to themselves as such. So we come for 18 months away from our phones, our families, our jobs, our education, to help others to find this in their lives. Sister Naria and Sister Muti both have long, brown, wavy hair. They wear long skirts and short sleeve blouses. Besides the distinctive black name tag, they look like standard college kids. You can see Joanna. Oh, we didn't call her to confirm. Do you want me to text her? Yeah. Where is she from? I don't know. I met her on the D train. <laughs> Depending on the day, we'll have lessons where we teach people about the gospel of Jesus Christ. We help them to make those changes. And as we're traveling from reaching out to people, we'll, we'll invite other people to come closer to Christ. We'll invite them to church. We'll invite them to pray about a pamphlet we give them and to find for themselves if the message that we share is true. I spent a Thursday afternoon riding the subway with the two sisters to learn what a typical day is like for a young missionary in Brooklyn. 59. Oh, well, we could take the end train all the way down. So, man, we were so not prepared for this. So we have been companions, is what we call it, for a month now. It is really cool to see. I've seen with different companions something I needed or something that I was able to help them with. I see that Heavenly Father really placed us in each other's paths. Can I get home from work? Nice. What do you do? That's a stranger she just approached on the subway platform. Oh, both of you. Yeah. Okay, fun. Do you like it? All right. Yeah, sometimes. I really, I don't really know much about that, so. <laughs> That's cool though that you can do that. Is it like this area or? Yes, this area. Okay, cool. We have our church right over there. That's why I'm coming to this area. Have you seen it? 8th Avenue and 60th Street. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you seen by, it? Yeah. Pass by? Yeah. You never been inside? After boarding the crowded rush hour train, 
I watched them as they picked out people to start conversations with. So when we get on a subway or a bus and we're trying to decide who we need to talk to, it goes back to that morning when we have prayed. We have asked Heavenly Father to place people that are prepared to receive this gospel in their lives. And countless times I've had where I meet someone and it's so cool to see how God has prepared them that they're like, I was just praying about this or I'm going through this. That's crazy that you talked to me. And it doesn't surprise me because I know that I had prayed for that and, and God had directed me. It's like we know that this book will bless your life. And as you, as you learn more about it, we know that Heavenly Father will bless your life ten times more than we can ever see before, you know? And so, like, do you think we can be able to just, um, maybe you could check it out and then, like, you can give us a call back on, the, on our phone number? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, definitely. And do you think we can, like, text you and just, like, send you a little daily quotes of, like, um, scriptures with you? Yeah? Okay. She is not the first to give the pair her phone number. Uh, we're not going to tell people. We're not here to push people and, and convert them. We're just here to invite people, invite them to come closer to Christ. They're like, are you trying to convert me? But we just say, we're trying to invite you to come closer to Jesus Christ and to find these blessings in your life because I can tell them that it's true all day, but everyone needs to find out for themselves. Hey Daniel, it's the Sister Missionaries, the one you met on the train on Wednesday afternoon. We were just calling to see how you were doing and to see um, if we're still able to meet on Tuesday next week at 11 a.m. Just give us a call back. Hope you have a great day. Bye. You want to call that one? Um, how are you going to call? So, have, um, so you met them in California? Have you met, you met the missionaries out in California, like the, uh, the one with the black name tag? Oh, okay. yes. Yeah? Okay. So, I literally you was not a big fan of missionaries, so, before my mission, so I didn't really hang out with them. Because I wasn't really close to the church at all in the beginning. Like, this was never my plan to come out here in the mission field. When I went to Tonga, like, missionaries was, like, everywhere. Like, literally, like, behind our house, pretty much. Like, I was just never a big fan of, like, learning about the church and stuff, but... Man, I was just like a little stubborn little girl, you know, thinking that I had to do anything by myself. I don't really need God's help to help me at this time. Did you grow up in Brooklyn? From where? Really? That's where everyone wants to go on vacation. I just love to share do you ever and help go back? others find, even when it is a lot of energy and a lot of effort, it's totally worth it to bring others closer to Jesus Christ. So what's your name? Roxanne? That's cute. Sister Naria. I'm sure you saw. <laughs> okay, okay. What do you feel like brought you like peace or joy in your life? Okay. You're not like spiritual at all, yeah? What what sources do you go to for like happiness? Nothing? In a couple months they'll head home. Their official time as missionaries will end and college will continue but they'll tell you their work as disciples of Jesus Christ is never over. Even when 
my mission comes to an end, I still get to live the gospel of Jesus Christ. I always think of the mission is that this is training wheels, but when we return home, those training wheels are going to come off. Yeah, it never really ends being a disciple of Jesus Christ. That's what our whole lives are, no matter where we're at. We might not be living by the schedule from 6.30 till 10.30, and, but living as Jesus Christ would live is going to be our lifelong way of living.